Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Tom Bauer. Tom, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Let's go. Excellent. Let's do this. Tom is the co-founder and partner at ProfitWorks, LLC. He is an author, and he's a certified EOS implementer. I'm excited to have you on the show. Tom, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely. So thank you, George, first off, for having me and to all you listeners out there. Real simple, I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in an entrepreneurial family. I ended up uh, working seven uh, years overseas in the Middle East and South Asia, where I had uh, responsibility in an 11-country region. I've uh, started my own companies, ran them, sold them. I've worked for Fortune 50 companies. I love to hike, travel. I love dogs. And I spend my time when I'm not with clients between Atlanta and Lake Martin in Alabama. In terms of what I do, uh, I coach leadership teams on a system called EOS, which is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And if the word operating system scares you a little bit, think of it as just a way of harnessing your human capital, of setting priorities, of making decisions. And why it's important to me is that it helps entrepreneurs find freedom. Uh, Because every day, you know, entrepreneurs and leaders are bombarded with 157 different issues that are taking their time. They're worried about profit, about a lack of control, nothing's working, and and George, you're gonna have to give me a no way on this one, but they're worried (laughs) about their people. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. Um, And so, we have a, a saying within EOS uh, called, are you doing what you love? Are you doing it with people you enjoy? Are you making a huge difference in the world? Are you being compensated appropriately? And do you have time to pursue other passions? And so what really gets me going is helping leadership teams, entrepreneurial organizations, and top to bottom, all the way down to your frontline employees, be able to answer yes to those five questions, which is what we call the EOS life. And so that's why it's important to me is helping entrepreneurs and their companies and their people find freedom where they're happy going into work 90% of the time. Nobody's perfect, let's be honest. And where they're focused on you know, making progress, not perfection. And this was gonna be one of my key nuggets or takeaways, uh, but I'll just throw it in right now. And that is that too many organizations try to find the perfect answer instead of just looking for progress. In other words, we have a saying which is progress, not perfection. Did we move the ball forward this week? Did we get done and make it better than it was when we started? And uh, my girlfriend reminded me the other day about how she was brought up. And it was, you know, she said, when you go to somebody's house or you stay there or you borrow a cottage or a lake house or a cabin, you know, she was brought up that you always leave it in better shape than when you got there. And the same is true in business. 
Did we leave it in better shape over the last week? Did we move forward? Did we take actions that are going to put us in the right place down the road? So that's why I'm excited about it, and that's why I love doing what I do. Well, that's awesome. Those are that is compelling, and <clears throat> it certainly makes sense to me. Progress, not perfection. I'm certainly fond of saying that. Don't let perfect be the enemy yep. of good. So pretty that's similar. That's right. Same, same thing. <laughs> So you had all these all these wonderful experiences that I'm sure that you draw upon growing up in the Midwest and then being able to travel all over the world and working with big companies and operating your own companies. And then you find EOS. Was it like the light bulb turned on and you're like, wow, these these folks actually found found sort of the process and or, or they, they, they really put it all together? Well, interestingly enough, um, the EOS uh, graphic in their logo is a light bulb. Hmm. So it's funny that you say that, but I was working with a group um, that was really focused on teaching employees about the business of business. How do you get them to really understand what profit is? And some, you know, business leaders will say, well, my employees don't care about that. And in working with tens of thousands of employees, I can tell you that that's just not true. They want to know what's going on. They want structure, discipline, and they also want the autonomy to go out and be able to do things. Unfortunately, about 50% of the time, it just wasn't working. Um, And so a colleague of mine who later became my business partner, Alex Freitag, and I were looking for a good operating system. And we looked at a bunch of them, and we found EOS because it focused on real, simple results. No theory, all the tools are simple, and it's all about getting that traction within the organization and really moving forward. And we started teaching that to our other clients, and we enjoyed it so much, we started doing that full time. And so I've been doing that for about seven years now, maybe a little bit more. We've worked in just about every industry available uh, or that you can think of. Um, I co-authored the book with EOS founder Gino Wickman, and the book is What the Heck is EOS? It's kind of the Reader's Digest version. Uh, it gives you something pretty simple uh, to understand it. It's available in Spanish as well as on audible.com, both in English and Spanish. And I just, you know, really uh, enjoyed kind of doing that and working with different industries and different leadership teams. And, you know, I do pull on um, when I was running my own companies, what was I missing? You know, a lot of times I was missing that ability to evaluate my people. I was missing, how do I share and communicate my long-term goals or what some people would call a vision, but how do I communicate that with the staff and get them to really buy into it? How do I get them to understand that this creates an opportunity for them when we're all pulling together? Um, the other thing that I really enjoy about EOS is, is that it focuses on healthy. Um, and so we reference some of uh, Patrick Lencioni's work, but how do you have a healthy, cohesive, functional team as opposed to people fighting for their own silos? How do you, how do you get them operating as a team where people will come in and say, I need help. I made that mistake. I can't do this. I need to be in a different job because I'm failing at this one, um, where they're comfortable saying those things so that we can get them into the right position so that they're doing what they love and where they can make, you know, the highest and best use of their talents. And so I've seen that with people making, 
you know, 10 bucks an hour, and I've seen it with people making a million dollars a year, uh, getting them in that right seat really helps them have a fulfilling life. And I think that's where uh, I get my passion from, seeing those changes. So long answer to a short question there, George. No. Just kind of went with it. I appreciate all that. And I was going to ask, have you ever found a company that where the employees didn't want to have the things you just laid out? No. I have never seen a company where employees didn't want to understand what was going on, where they didn't want to know what their goals were and how those goals related to the overall company's goals. And in fact, one of the things that we recommend for our clients is that they have a at least a quarterly, kind of what we call a state of the company or a what's going on or here's what's happening, where you're really talking about here's where we were, here's where we are today, and here's where we're going. And it doesn't have to be long. Um, you know, it can be 15, 20 minutes, but once you start doing that and communicating, these are our goals for the company, and you start giving everybody in the organization measurables and rocks, and I'll explain rocks in just a second, measurables just meaning their numbers, um, they start to see how they can relate to the overall bigger picture. And, you know, um, Daniel Pink and others have said that, you know, having autonomy is important, but having purpose is really what gets people excited. And when they can see an organization's purpose and they can see how they fit within that purpose, then that's pretty important and will really drive behavioral change. And I don't really like this word, but it's the best one we have right now, and that's engagement. Um, I mentioned rocks, and I wanted to go back to that. Rocks are, and you've seen this in different places and different books, so most people are probably familiar. It's just a 90-day objective. That's all it is. What's the one, two, or three things that you need to get done in the next 90 days that's going to propel the organization forward. It could be fixing a problem. It could be looking into a new uh, IT solution. Uh, It could be getting back in touch with every customer that hasn't bought from us um, in the last, uh, you know, 90 days. Back in March, in February, actually, um, you know, rocks were really designed around what are our rules from working from home? Do we have all the technology in place to allow people to do that? Uh, And those rules from working from home covered everything from how do you have that conversation with your family, which is when I'm in my office, I need you to think of me as I'm not available, Uh, you know, because a a lot of times, uh, you know, kids will come busting in or, you know, people asking questions because you're at home. And it covered everything from that to when do we expect you to be online and, and focused. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's just, it's all those things put together, but rocks are a great way, um, to break down annual goals into bite-sized chunks that people can manage to help us achieve our overall goals, short-term and long-term. And then there was kind of a second part to that question, George, which kind of gets into, and maybe you were going to go there next, but tell me if you had a different question, but how do people use some of these tools in their personal lives? Is, do you have another question before no, I kind of jump perfect. into that? Yeah, for go a ahead. Second? Okay. Great. So every one of our tools is time tested. We've done this now with over uh, 9,500, almost 10,000 companies. There's no theory involved. 
And we actually have a document that we call the Vision Traction Organizer, which breaks down for your company where you want to go. We also have one called the Personal Vision Traction Organizer. And these documents are available for free for download uh, on EOSWorldwide.com. So that's EOSWorldwide.com. And I use this myself, as do many of my colleagues and many of my clients, because all of the concepts and tools that we apply to a company can apply to your personal life. What's your three-year picture look like? You know, what are your core values? What's on your bucket list? What are your goals or rocks for the next 90 days? How do you chunk those things down? Um, what are your measurables? And your measurables could be anything from, you know, save X amount of dollars to, you know, make sure Johnny cleans his room at least once a week. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and it, it sounds kind of funny, but uh, I know a lot of people that have put things like that on their scorecard and then they go over the scorecard once a week with their family. And it, it really helps drive that accountability uh, within the family. Um, now, I think a key to that and a key to leading an organization and being a leader is you also have to be vulnerable, right? You can't always be right all the time. You have to admit it when you make a mistake. In fact, it's critical that you do so that you're walking the talk, so to speak. So all of these things really apply to your personal life as well as your um, business life. And, and with that said, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff within EOS. There's a lot of different tools and a lot of different things that you could use. And sometimes that feels um, very overwhelming. So we have five foundational tools. Um, the Vision Traction Organizer, which describes where you're going and how you're going to get there. We have um, Rocks, which I've mentioned. We have a Level 10 meeting, which is designed to make your meetings more productive. Uh, we have a scorecard, and then we have what's called an accountability chart, which is like a supercharged org chart, and I'm not going to get into details on that there. But if I were leading an organization or even applying these things to my family, which I've done, um, and, and it's actually, believe it or not, worked fairly well. I did get a lot of flack at first. Um, you know, this is stupid. I don't like this. But that's anybody going through change. I would start with rocks and your scorecard. And again, with your scorecard, it, it's progress, not perfection. Too many people, and this is another nugget, try to get the perfect scorecard. And as a result, they don't have a scorecard for a year or more. Just pick five or seven or 10 numbers that really drive your business, that are leading indicators, or that you want to measure for your family, um, or that you want to measure in a certain department. Because eventually all these things need to get rolled down to the frontline employees within your organization. But I'd start with those two things and then I'd also start with the level 10 meeting agenda, which keeps meetings from being just updates. Um, and I heard a phrase one time, and I don't know who to attribute it to, but it's meetings aren't a waste of time. It's what you do in meetings that's a waste of time. <laughs> so these, right? If these meetings are really focused on solving issues. And an issue doesn't mean it's a problem. It's just something we as a team need to connect on. 
Meetings are not a waste of time. They are neither good nor bad. It's what you are doing during the meeting, which is often a waste of time. So I think that's great. That's right. That's right. Where, where, Absolutely. I'm sure that there's opportunities where, and, and, and everybody's different. I just know from, from my personal experience, I have the tendency to push back on tracking things. I just, it's, it's, it's hard for me for whatever reason. Is, 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 is that a common thing? It is a common thing, um, especially for, for people that um, tend to be more on the visionary side where they're the people coming up with all kinds of great ideas. But, you know, in some ways, George, they really don't want to be held accountable to the numbers. And yeah. I'm the same way. It, it's, if I track it, then I've got to call myself out if I'm not hitting my number. That's right. And so, um, yeah, it is a little bit uncomfortable, but that's why I said just pick a couple of numbers and start with those. You don't want to have 30 or 40 numbers. Right. And I do get that pushback um, once in a while. But, you know, if you're doing it with your family or with your executive team, it's the responsibility of the other members of that group to help hold you accountable and to help you track that number. Now, tracking the number doesn't mean that you need to go and find it. You may get it from somebody else. Um, but once you have an easy way to track the number and to go through the numbers and to just go, yeah, it's on track or it's off track. And if it's off track, is it an issue? No, I'm going to get it back on track next week. Okay, great. And we don't need to talk about it. Um, we do get that, but after they've used it for a month or two, they really truly see the value. And you remember, George, I mentioned earlier that people can be a big source of frustration for leaders and for families, sure. <laughs> I'll say as well. Um, you know, but once you start having those numbers and those rocks in place, now you can really get what you want out of your people and you're gonna see them start to rise up to the challenge and embrace it or you're gonna find out that maybe you don't have the right people in some of those seats. Now, obviously with family, there's nothing you can do about it, but certainly in your organization, <laughs> you can identify, you know, okay, this is really good person. They've been with me for 10 years, but they're not in the right seat because they're not, not getting it done. So, uh, you know, I think that I do get that pushback on numbers, uh, but at the end of the day, once people do it for a while, they see the value in them. And I'm not talking about, you know, 15 spreadsheets, literally five, 10 numbers or something like that to get started with. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And in my world, it's, it's akin to budgeting where if people are not currently doing it, you will get pushback. It will be uncomfortable. But once people get in the habit of it, they find more often than not that it's actually a, a good thing. It can be an empowering thing and, it's just your facts. Right. So I appreciate that. And, and yeah, on that note about empowering, I mentioned, you know, EOS is an operating system. And, you know, initially, just like with scorecards or numbers, some people think that it's going to stifle creativity. And what I've seen in all the different companies we worked with, it actually inspires creativity. Mm. It gives them the flexibility and the freedom to try different things. Um, without either A, the fear of failure, but also they know they've got a fundamental base behind them that's going to pick them up if they fall. And if they succeed, everybody's wildly happy. And so don't think of an operating system as something that is so rigid or structured that it's going to stifle your culture or your creativity. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Yeah, I appreciate that. 
Well, Tom, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Uh, so I actually have a couple, you know, some I've already mentioned in there, but my difference-making tip would be to pick one operating system. I mentioned EOS today. It doesn't have to be EOS. There's tons of operating systems out there, but pick one and stick with it and be disciplined. The other two kind of sub uh, nuggets I would throw out there is with your employees, over communicate. They want to know what's going on. They're begging for information. Ask them, hey, you know, when you go home at the end of the day and you're talking to your friends or your spouse or when you're standing by the water cooler, what do you complain about? What do you say? I can't believe our company just did this today. And let's fix some of those things get their input get their ideas because they're seeing it from a different perspective than you are. And then the last little nugget that's part of that is be intentional with your communication. Don't just do it once, but when you pick an operating system, be intentional and be disciplined and stick to that schedule. And if you're like me and it sounds like George a little bit where um, we tend to go down a lot of rabbit holes, (laughs) then find somebody else in your company that can really help lead the effort and instill that intentionality and that discipline. So those would be some additional thoughts I'd leave you with. Like those are great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Tom, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people connect? Sure. So um, you can connect with me uh, through um, our website, ProfitWorksLLC.com. Uh, you can also email me, which is Tom at ProfitWorksLLC.com. Uh, Becky, my assistant, uh, checks my email, so don't be surprised if you get a reply from a Becky um, that is uh, who manages my life. <laughs> so uh, that's the best way to reach me. You can also check me out on uh, LinkedIn or on EOSWorldwide.com. Uh, you know, there's a list of another 350 EOS implementers around the world. Um, we do work anywhere virtually now, so it doesn't really matter where we're located. Um, but if you wanted a specific style or, um, although we are industry agnostic, a specific industry that's highly technical, um, please reach out to me because I can help you find that right person that's going to be a good fit for you if you want to learn more. I'm also willing to give away any of my time, George, on the phone for free. So if you just want to, you know, have questions for 30 minutes or an hour, please email me or Becky and we'll get it set up. And I'm happy to do that. There's no obligation, no cost. We can talk about sports or we can talk (laughs) about EOS or anything else I mentioned, but happy to do that for any of your listeners. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Tom your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to ProfitWorksLLC.com. Shoot him an email at Tom at ProfitWorksLLC.com. You can find him on LinkedIn, also EOSWorldwide.com. Thanks again, Tom. Hey, thank you very much, George, and thanks, everybody, for uh, listening in. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. 
the Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.